Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Ayo. Welcome back to another episode of Show Us Your TDs. It's your favorite holiday milk beverage, Melky, doing the electric slide on the gridiron. It's week 17, the second last week of the season. And as per usual, I'm joined by a man who's doing the electric slide with me, Gooby. What it do, baby? Uh, I may not be doing the electric slide. I'm a little fat to do it. <laughs> but <laughs> your video is definitely doing the electric slide right now. It's doing more of a shuffle than the slide. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic, man. I, I'm enjoying, uh, I enjoyed my 11 days off uh, during Christmas and, uh, you know, just relaxing and I've been back to work this week. So yeah, doing all right. Now I got three days off again. Did Santa give you everything you wanted or were you actually on the naughty list? Like I said earlier. No, I got pretty much everything I've asked for. Well, not everything I asked for, but yeah, I got quite a bit actually. The biggest thing I wanted was uh, Slytherin books for um, from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's Harry Potter books, but uh, the covers are all Slytherin and the books are all green and black. Nerd alert! I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. It sounds like some serious nerd shit. And of course, you always bring down the pod with your nerdiness. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) What do we got uh, for the fantasy recap, bro? All right, we got fantasy recap. My matchup really didn't matter. So, Melk, your matchup kind of mattered. So why don't you tell us about your matchup? Oh, hey, you heard the man. My matchup actually did matter for once. It really hasn't the last couple of weeks. And this was to not buy the board. And guess what, folks? Melky's not buying the board. He defeated half of Family Gate 132, 7.75 to 108.50. Of course, if you've been listening all season long, Melky has his three stars, and he's going to list them for you. Number three, a former player of Gooby's, A.J. Brown, with 13.3 points. Number two, Keenan Allen, who is all of a sudden getting a lot of love from Justin Herbert. He sported 15.9 points. And the number one star, and he wears it on his helmet also, it's Dak Prescott with 38.45 points, Gooby. He was a rock star. Yeah, Prescott is a rock star. Well, he was last week. (laughs) Remains to be seen for the rest of the season, but that's okay. The most important thing is I did not lose, so therefore I do not have to buy the board. I escaped it once again, and it looks like Family Gate. One of them, at least, will have to buy it. Yeah, I, I love the message I sent in the group chat. The one half of Family Gate, um, tight end Timmy. I said, hey, you can always split the board <laughs> because, I mean, it's your wife. So it comes out of the same pocket. I'm pretty sure she's just going to make him buy it anyways. Uh, probably. She wears the pants in the family. Yeah, I was just going to say it. We know who wears the pants in that family. <laughs> uh, 
All right, all right. Well, congratulations to you. You don't have to buy the board. Thank fucking God. <laughs> My matchup really didn't matter, but uh, I still won. 130 to 108. A couple shout outs. CD Lamb, 29 points. Where was that last week <laughs> when I had a chance to go to the finals? Or well, two weeks ago when because uh, I lost in the quarters. Uh, but man, two touchdowns, uh, 120. That's killer. T Higgins. Welcome back to my starting lineup. 22 points. And uh, Austin Eckler. An, uh, an average game for you. 21 points. I appreciate it. One thing I will shout out, though, is uh, Tua Tagovailoa. 18 points. And I think he's out for the season. Uh, he is out for the season, but can save your thoughts on that. We will cover it in the next yeah. segment. But, yeah, that, yeah, I definitely was going to talk about that next segment. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a sad, it's really sad for him. Uh, he's having a fantastic season. Well, not in my eyes, but in most people's eyes, he's having a good season, and it's a, it was a nice story, and now it's just turned into absolute shit right now. But we'll save that for the week sixteen highlights. Yeah. So yeah, I, I won. I'm f- what fifth place, and uh, yeah, I played no one this week. So, yay me. so you are officially done i'm officially done fantasy football and uh now football is good not great what it's great because i normally get to oh my player's doing well and now it's just good because my oh my team's doing well (laughs) yeah it's always a little bittersweet when it really doesn't matter anymore you just you're now more focused on the team you cheer for instead of the individual players yeah so it does take away from the mystique of it. But then again, there's always next year to look forward to as we will do this again, obviously. Oh, for sure. 100%. But uh, yeah, I guess you don't have a matchup either then, right? I do have a matchup. It really doesn't mean anything. It's more for positioning, like where you finish off in the season. I'm facing Mike. Okay. But again, I really don't care. It's basically the battle for seventh and eighth. All right, all right. Uh, do you want to talk about it, or do you want to get straight to the championship game? Ain't nobody got time for my matchup. Let's go straight <laughs> to the championship. Sounds good to me. All right. It's Adam's team, which a terrible name that is, <laughs> versus not a Bears lineup, which that's a lie because you have David Montgomery. Yeah, but that's because I traded Montgomery to her. So she didn't draft one, actually. I know she didn't draft one, but she still has one. So it's a Bears lineup. Yep, 100%. Anyways, all right, we're going to go one for one. I'm going to take Not a Bears lineup, and Melky's going to take Adam's team. We're going to go over the matchup. All right, Not a Bears lineup. Joe Burrow and quarterback. She's got Devontae Smith, Godwin, and Jacoby Myers. What a fucking terrible start that is. <laughs> as her wide receivers. Josh Jacobs, James Conner as her two running backs. I'll, I'll give that's pretty good. George Kittle, who's been doing very well. You're um, welcome, Jen. And in the tight end spot, David Montgomery, as I alluded to earlier, as her flex, McCoughlin as her kicker, and Tampa Bay's defense as her defense. So, running back situation, tight end, flex, pretty good. Wide receivers, not so good. Quarterback good but we'll get into that a little bit later 
quarterback, very good. And yes, we both them. Good. Very good. Good. Okay, so you've heard, you've now heard uh, Jen's team and who she's sporting, and we're going to go to the other challenger, which is Adam's team, and for whatever reason, he refuses to pick a name. I guess that's a him problem. I don't know. Definitely a him problem. All right. You have it. You've heard it, folks. Gooby uh, made it official. If, if he wins, by the way, and next year doesn't change his name, we kick him out of the league. No, we gotta keep. <laughs> he's the guy that he's the guy that has um, Kenyon Drake as a keeper. You gotta keep those type of people in the league. <laughs> All okay. right, Malky, who's who? Who does he have? Okay, so Adams' team at quarterback. He's got Gardner Minshew stepping in for the injured Jalen Hurts. He's got Amon Ross St. Brown at wide receiver. He's also had Tyreek Hill, and for some reason, he decided to start Michael Gallup. <laughs> now at the running back spot he's got Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook nice two headed monster that tight end he's got Lovell Bears uh, tight end Cole Komet Miles My- Sanders and his flex he's got the Giants kicker Graham Gano and rounding off his defense is the Kansas City Chiefs so that's his lineup it's a pretty good lineup it's got him this far he, I mean, the Gallup thing, I just don't know whether he, I was talking to him earlier and he had Watson in, who's been really good for Green Bay. Yep. But but he is hurt and he's questionable. So he had no patience. So he thought, okay, the matchup, Tennessee against Dallas. Tennessee has nobody left on their team. So I'm gonna start Michael Gallup. I said, don't be hasty. Wait a minute. Take a deep breath. Do a little woosah. And he obviously didn't listen to me. So that might be his downfall. And if it is, it's your damn fault, Adam. But that's his team. I like his chances over Jen's. It could go either way because I they are pretty evenly matched, man. What do you think? Uh, I think Jen's got a better chance. Her running backs and his running backs are pretty much tied. It all comes down to the wide receivers. I mean, Tyree Kill against New England. He, he could have a game. Maude St. Brown versus Chicago could have a game. No, not could. He is going to have a game, and you're going to hear why on Boomer Bust. And then Devontae Smith, I mean, he could have a game, but I don't know if I trust Minshew that much. Uh, he did well last week. Did you not see what uh, Devontae Smith and Minshew did last week? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it could, it, it, it could be just a, a fluke last week or it could be something like rapport with those two godwin you never know with tampa bay but uh yeah i mean it's hard to say I'll, i will say this though and i don't care if i'm going off topic if i got dalvin cook i would have been here because <laughs> he no, put up 25 not. points two weeks ago i would have gone to the show just say they screwed yeah. me yeah well I don't collusion i'm telling you no collusion it's just you can decide who you trade with that's just how the cookie crumbles collusion <laughs> well i mean if family gate isn't the collusion then then what really is the definition of collusion because that's the definition right there yeah but yeah that's the that's the championship matchup I'm impartial for most of it because I could care less at this point. I just care about 
getting through the season and watching the Dallas Cowboys now. Two factors. If Joe Burrow does not have a game, she's not going to win because he's been all world. Yeah. He's, he's been great. He's, yeah, he's carried her team. He was like Josh Allen for me when I won. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great comparison. That's 100% true. If he doesn't have a game, she's not winning. I think that's the most important matchup. I mean, I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to have any more games where he's uh, running an 86-yard touchdown and goes 200 yards. No. So, like, I like his matchups better. I really like the the Ahmad uh, Ross St. Brown matchup. Like, Chicago is just a dumpster fire. I also like Tyreek Hill. You know what? It's going to be really close. I actually... I know I, don't, I said I don't care, but I do look forward to seeing how close this is going to be because that's yeah. exactly what I think is going to happen. And, and they both started two really crappy wide receivers and Michael Gallup and Jacoby Myers. <laughs> jo- Jacoby Myers is only crappy because he did that stupid thing two weeks ago. He's been and, right. I, and like, okay, I get Minshew did well last week and I know we're going to talk about it, but like, couldn't this man pick up another oh wait no he couldn't because I picked up like four quarterbacks because you're an asshole that's why (laughs) (laughs) I dropped half my team to pick up a bunch of quarterbacks you gotta play spoiler why why do you gotta mess around because of the collusion yeah I guess so I don't know (laughs) I I think Adam for what his team was and how wonky sometimes he drafts and sometimes it just seems like it's a big question mark for him to get to this point and really only do minor changes like the only real change is acquiring dalvin cook and i don't think dalvin cook minus two weeks ago really did anything for his team he got he but he he got lucky with Minshew. just saying last week no that was just smart advice from your yours truly guiding him to the finals because like his next best option was Daniel Jones, which didn't do too bad, actually. He put up 27 points, but yeah. still. Daniel Jones balled out. Yeah. I picked up all the, the decent quarterbacks that were left. But, uh, yeah, Minshew, man, why don't, you, uh, why don't you bring us into that? Okay, well, that was the championship uh, matchup we just uh, uh, alluded to. And you know what? Good luck to both of you. I will be monitoring closely. Week 16 highlights. Gooby's talking Minshew. That must mean we're talking Dallas Cowboys, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. And we them boys because we sizzled them Eagles 40 to 34, Gooby. And the only thing else I got to say is, No Jalen Hurts? So what? We didn't have Dak the first game, so call it even. Gardner Minshew stepped in, went 24 for 40, 355 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And Dak Prescott, who we both mentioned earlier, 27 for 35, 347 yards, three TDs, and that early pick six. Yeah. C.D. Lamb had a wit, had an amazing game, like you alluded to, and newly acquired T.Y. Hilton, signed two weeks ago with the play of the game. Yes, Third and 30, 52-yard reception that basically catapulted us to the victory. 
Goobs, I'm so excited. I think you and I have to do something first before I ask this question. Let's point and laugh at yours truly, Ba Walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How about them eagles now, boy? Huh? Yes, huh? sir. They're flying right into windows. <laughs> All day, every day. So, Goobs, I got to ask you, can the Cowboys win the division still? They can win the division? The thing I am concerned about is Tony Pollard at the moment. Uh, I know he's questionable going into this week. That's worrisome. I don't like Tony Pollard. I know we have Zeke and Zeke's doing well, but Tony I w- Pollard. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say well. He's doing okay. He's doing well for touchdown and goal line touches. But Tony Pollard has been the cornerstone in that backfield. And without him, things could come crumbling down. Now, the Eagles, they face the Saints and they face the Giants. Uh, Minshew's playing versus the Saints. That could go either way. Saints have a decent defense, uh, but their offense, kind of lacking. And then the Giants game, everybody knows the NFC East divisional games. You don't know who's gonna win those games, so it's it's a coin. Oh, it's a coin flip on that. Yeah, anything can happen in those games, and I I actually think New Orleans don't sneeze on them, even though it's in Philadelphia. Don't sneeze on them because they're playing for pride. Yeah. So so that anything could happen too. It's I mean it's any given Sunday, but I do think the Cowboys have a slim chance to get that division. Actually, it bodes well in their favor because I do not want them to play Tampa Bay going into the wildcard weekend yeah well it's it's almost looking like it but you know what hopefully we can come out on top and not have to play tom brady in the playoffs let's talk spoilers you were talking about me spoiling other people uh with picking up quarterbacks let's talk to texans because all they've been playing this year is spoiler they're the shittiest team in the, the nfl and they're just trying to spoil people's playoff hopes and they did that to Tennessee, nineteen to fourteen, Houston beats Tennessee. Um, Davis Mills, seventeen to twenty-eight, one hundred seventy-eight yards, one touchdown, one INT, and Malak Willis, Malik or Malik Willis, yeah, uh, fourteen to twenty-three, ninety-nine yards, two t- two interceptions. Uh, if you throw under a hundred yards, you probably shouldn't be playing in the NFL. That's but, why that's why he's not the starting quarterback this week. Yeah, no, we, got, <laughs> we got benched quick. Uh, Derrick Henry, 23 carries, 126 yards, one touchdown. That's pretty good, man. Uh, I really wish I uh, had him, but uh, you know what? I think Eckler, I think Eckler is okay, but I don't know. He's not, he's not Derrick Henry. Eckler's He's better than okay. It's just it's a different system. It's a different type of back. Henry's just a power back. He's just a beast. He's six foot four. Yeah. He's gonna run through people. So my question though to you is with this loss, Tennessee seven and eight, does this kind of ruin them getting into the playoffs? No. It all hinges on week eighteen. They play okay. the Jaguars. It's winner take all. That game and this week against the Cowboys, it means nothing. Because if they win on in week 18, they get the division. Yeah, everything seems like it's crashing and burning with Ryan Tannenhill being out for the season with that injured ankle. Yep. 
and a lot of uh, defensive players are hurt too and even Derrick Henry's questionable for this week yeah so a lot is on the line let's just say the Tennessee Titans could look very different next season if they don't make the playoffs yeah I think they should draft a quarterback they should draft a lot more than just a quarterback <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah no I, I agree with you uh, 100% on all of those um, points you made so you know Tennessee, I like you, but uh, it's not looking great. Anything can happen. Like like I said, they just it's just one win and you're in. One win and you're in. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the team that spoiled, uh, that took over. Sorry, the uh, AFC South, and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Takumi, does that sound odd to you? Jaguars in first place. Uh, no. Trevor Lawrence has been playing pretty outstanding lately. So with Tannehill injured, I could see it. Okay, okay. I, I respect that. They went 19 to 3 over the Jets, which was the most boring Thursday, Thursday night game I've ever watched. Zach Wilson was booed and replaced in the second half. Trevor Lawrence went 20 for 31, 229 yards, had an 86.6 quarterback rating. And Chris Streveler, what the hell is this guy's name? That replaced um, the Mill Punch? Like Steeler or Streveler? I don't Strebler. know. It uh, doesn't matter. We don't care. He went 10 for 15, 90 yards. He was an 82.6 quarterback rating. And now, you know, if Gooby and I are talking about ratings, there weren't much stats to to talk about. This game was flaming garbage. Uh, the bright side, Evan Ingram went uh, had seven receptions, 113 yards and eight targets. Again, one of the worst games ever. It seems like the Zach Wilson era is over. As he's not going to be playing anymore for the Jets this season and probably in the future. We just talked about the matchup, the big matchup. Do the Jags win the AFC South and get to the playoffs? Oh, like you said, it's going to come down to that last game of the year. That could be actually a Sunday nighter. Somehow, like, it's going to be a shit matchup, but it could be a Sunday nighter <laughs> because, like, it's, it's playoffs on the line. I'm going to say I'm more leaning towards the Jags making the playoffs over the Titans. Derrick Henry, you're great, but you can only do so much. Um, you need a passing offense to open up the field for you. And the Jags, they don't have it all, but they're a team and they're not completely injured. <laughs> also, like they're playing with house money. This team wasn't really supposed to do anything. They're all young. They're being led by Trevor Lawrence, which is amazing. He's he's coming into his own. They have so many good weapons, and Doug Peterson is an awesome coach. I do hate the Eagles, and I was really upset and heart well not heartbroken, just distraught when they won with him as the head coach. But he's great. There's a reason they won, and I think this team can get to the playoffs. Now, can they do some damage? Who knows? But they will have home field advantage for the wild card. So again, anything can happen. Yeah. I think the and um, I'm a little off topic, but I know the Jets, man, they're really missing Brees Hall. Oh, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about spoilers even more. Green Bay versus Miami. You would think Miami would probably win this because Green Bay has been mediocre, but no. Green Bay comes in twenty-six to twenty. Aaron Rodgers twenty-four thirty-eight. 
238 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Tua Tagovailoa, 16-25, 310 yards, one touchdown, three INTs. Melky, what's going on with Tua? He's concussed. Yeah. For the third time yeah. this season. And it's unfortunate because he's having a good, he's actually having a great season. I still don't believe in him, and that's just my personal opinion. But if you look at his stats, they're really good. He's elevated this team to a playoff spot. They still currently have one. And I don't think it's going to be the same without him. So it is a shame we don't get to see him ride it out in the right way, not like Russell Wilson who's riding to the fucking basement. Loser. It's, it, it's a damn shame. And honestly, I really hope the NFL looks into this because this is the second time his concussion has been mishandled. Yeah, it's negligence. 100% this man's life is at stake. It Now it's not even about football. It's about his life. And I actually want to ask you something. Should the Dolphins shut him down for the rest of the season? It sucks to say because they have such an outstanding offense. Like, they could probably make quarters, maybe even semis, the way they've been playing. Who is their backup? I don't even know. Teddy Tapwater. That's a little problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they should bench him. I know they want to make the playoffs and they want to, you know, do well. But you're not winning a Super Bowl. Okay, so my mindset is, you know, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, there's a slight chance that, yeah, you could somehow make a miracle and beat the Buffalo Bills or beat the Kansas City Chiefs or whatever. There's some type of miracle that could happen, but it's such a slight chance that you make the Super Bowl and win with the team you have right now. So sit them. You're not going to go far. Or you could go far, but... You're not going to win the Super Bowl, and that's the main thing. You're 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 there to play to win, and you're there to play the win the big the big prize. So, I'm going to say sit them, bench them, and wait till next season. Yeah, there's unfortunately there's going to be no Christmas miracle for them. Christmas is over. Aaron Rodgers ruined that for them. And Tua, like I said, this becomes about life itself. It's bigger than football. Three concussions in one season. That is dangerous. Yeah. And his he needs to focus on his health. And maybe next year, maybe he can start it all over again and he can be rid of the concussion stuff. But for now, I, I would be looking at saving my own life and possibly ending my football career if I have to. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, hell, man, like even tank your next two games, get a decent draft spot pick up a good running back or a decent running back um, and that really ups your chances next year to make the Super Bowl. I mean, you have two outstanding wide receivers, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, and they know what this offense is. So, I mean, if you tank your next two games, get a decent running back, things could go, go well for Miami next year. You know what else they should do? Trade for Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl contenders if they do that. Yeah. Yeah, no. And hell, fucking put Tua as a second string and just, you know, let him recoup and recover. So many decisions. There's so many things they can do with uh, with Tua. I just hope they do the right thing and don't cost this man his career. Yeah.
let's talk about the wrong thing. And that's you <laughs> telling us, oh, we should do an AFC West bulletin because it's the best in the league. Sorry, my bad. Well, how'd that go after the third week in the season? Not so well. What are you talking about? You've had plenty of laughs. Have you not laughed as much as you have in your life? I My stomach hurts every time we talk about this this segment because it's it's hilarious on so many levels. Kevin thought the Broncos were going to be the bee's knees and they're the complete opposite. The Texans are almost better than them. The goddamn <laughs> Texans. Alright, well, let's uh, go over this. Uh, Chiefs stay on top. Chargers second. Raiders third. The Denver Broncos fourth in the division. And guess what, Melky? The Chiefs won. Woo! Who'd have thought? Surprise, surprise. surprise. Yeah, 24 10 over the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith, 215 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Patrick Mahomes, 16 28, 224 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey doing the best tight end of all time. Are you fucking kidding me? Or you, could just say, or you could just say Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things. Yeah, that's where I was going, but I completely fumbled it. Uh, Travis Kelsey, man, six receptions, 113 yards. I, but this is what, kind of why I said what I said is this was in my mind. Is Travis Kelsey the best tight end ever or is it Gronk? It's neither. It's Tony Gonzalez. 100%. Tony Gonzalez. I was hoping you would say that. But it, uh, it goes Tony, Gronk, Kelsey. Okay. Okay. Jason Winton. He's there. He's. A, he, I would say he's a top 10. 100%. Yeah, top 10 for sure. I was just throwing that in because, you know, Cowboys got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Travis Kelsey's all all class, all world. They're, they're doing it big. Uh, Melky, what do the Chargers do? First of all. The Chiefs play the Denver Broncos next week, so chalk another L for the Broncos. And the Chargers, they pounded the Colts 20-3. Go figure. Herbert, 24 for 31, 235 passing yards and an INT. He didn't throw a touchdown, which was actually very shocking. And big dick Nick Foles makes his debut. Went 17 for 29, 143 yards and three interceptions. Yep. Wow, when it rains, it pours in uh, Indy. (laughs) Eckler, you alluded to, he had 67 yards, two touchdowns. And because of this win, the Chargers clinched a playoff spot. Yay! The first time in the Justin Herbert era. And their next opponent is the crosstown rivals, the LA Rams. So that should be fun. What did Vegas do, Gooby? Uh, Vegas, they didn't do too much. 10 points, and they lost to the Steelers, (laughs) 13-10. Yeah, Derek Carr, man, everybody thought you were going to be great, but you're not doing so hot, man, especially with Devontae Adams, man. You should be doing a lot more um, with this team, and it's just, it's not looking good. 174 yards, one touchdown, three INTs, man. Like, Something's going on over there. Yeah, but how much is that 
Derek Carr or is that Josh McDaniels? I don't know, man. Like Derek Carr last year, he, he did all right, but this year it's just it, it's so weird. So I it could be both. It could be a com- combined effort. I don't know, but they stink, and <laughs> I can smell it over here. And Vegas is pretty far from me, so they need to get that checked. I can smell you. Are you sure it's not you? Uh, it could be me. I didn't shower yet. <laughs> okay. I got a, a million dollar question for you. Okay. So Derek Carr is not playing for the rest of the season. He will mm-hmm. be sitting the next two games, the final two games. Have we seen the last of him in Vegas? No, because Devontae Adams will fight for him to stay. I don't know, man. I feel they're resting him so that he doesn't get injured and his trade value is a lot higher. I think he's gone. I, I think this is the end. It hasn't, so, worked. it hasn't worked. So the battle for Aaron Rodgers is the Raiders, the Jets, and Miami Dolphins. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee Rodgers will be a coveted man this offseason. Yeah. All right. All right. Man, do I have to go over this one? Well, who did Vegas? No, I'm saying, do I have to just like, can we just skip Denver? Because we already know they lost. But it's the funniest part of the, of the <laughs> bulletin. <laughs> All right. I don't even know who did Vegas, but I'll take this one. Uh, Denver Broncos get demolished. Absolutely demolished by Baker Mayfield. <laughs> 51 to 14. Baker Mayfield, 24-20, 230 yards, two touchdowns. Now, the brightest thing in Los Angeles or Los Angeles is Cam Akers. Somehow, this man comes back from the dead, puts up 23 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns. Why couldn't you do this for me when I had you? <laughs> Why couldn't you do this for me when I picked you fourth in the draft nobody cares he's a desperate man he's a uh, playing for a job next season that's why well i think uh i think he showed up and uh and russell wilson man you got benched again yeah. again your season's just done i think they should just bench him for the rest of the season there's a lot they should do well for one they fired Nathaniel Hackett, which was about Finally. time. He's garbage. Just because you're Aaron Rodgers' water boy doesn't mean you know how to be a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. That was a terrible move. Russell Wilson is flaming garbage. That whole team is garbage. Did you see what happened at the end of the game? No. Where uh, Gregory was fight. I don't know who he threw a punch at, but our former player, and thank God he's not with us anymore, threw a punch and started this whole like melee it's terrible over there i would hate to be a denver bronco fan you what do you have to look forward to being a denver broncos fan and say gee jiminy jillikers i'm a broncos fan what do i look forward to uh, in the next five years absolutely nothing you guys are gonna stink and you gave two first round picks to seattle they are loving life p carroll you're the smartest man in football right now Yes, he is. I uh, 100% agree. To uh, go back on your thing about uh, did I see what happens, I scroll as fast as I can if I see a Denver Bronco highlight because I don't want my screens to crack. 
yeah, I don't blame you. I don't want garbage on my screen either. So I, I try not to watch too long or read too many articles on them because we all know the narrative of the story is they suck. So sorry, Denver, Denver Bronco fans. Actually, I'm not sorry because a certain person was beating his chest all season or all off season thinking you guys were going to actually do something. Yeah. But you're not. And you're not ever going to. Again. Not with Russell. Not with Russell. You guys suck. You may as well blow it all up. And uh, yeah, so that is our AFC West Bulletin dedicated to Kevin. Yes, he did it. You're welcome. <laughs> I hate my life. So does Denver. All right. Moving on. Goobs. Stop. I think we forgot to tell everyone that we have a special gift. Wait, what? And we haven't shared it in any of the seasons, but we're going to reveal it right now. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is it that I can eat a lot? No, everybody knows that just by looking at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm sure. Matt. You're no, actually, you're actually, you're a pretty small eater for the size you are. Wow. Okay. Gooby and I, we have psychic abilities. We can actually foretell the future, not with life, but in the NFL. And more importantly, these six teams we pointed out. So I'm going to get my crystal ball and I'm going to start with the New York football giants. They're third in the NFC East. They've got the second wild card. Their next two opponents are the Colts and the Eagles. So looking at my ball, I see that bum Daniel Jones having his way with the Colts, punching a ticket for him and the Giants to their first postseason since 2016. The last game won't matter because there'll be a game above the last two spots. So I see it in my future, the Giants making the playoffs. Okay. All right. I guess it's my turn. I'm going to pull out my crystal ball. Much bigger than Malky's. It's the only balls that you have bigger. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go with the Commanders. They're fourth in the NFC East. They're 7-7-1. And they have the Browns, and then the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to say that they do not stay seventh in the NFC East. Or sorry, in the NFC. And they're going to drop out of the playoffs. They're going to lose to the Cowboys. And it could be a sticky situation in Cleveland, but I think they could pull a win off there. But I, I don't see them staying seventh in the NFC. My crystal ball also says that they are going to choke harder than a prostitute in Bangkok. Okay. Moving to Seattle. Have you been to, wait, have you been to Bangkok? No, but I've heard some things. Okay. <laughs> I think we should go. <laughs> we can go as long as it's somewhat like The Hangover 2 and we don't run into... Mike Tyson? 
no, uh, we need him. We need him for protection. <laughs> as long as we keep it in our pants, I think everything's good. All right, moving to Seattle. It's the Seahawks. They're second in the NFC West. They're a game out of the final wildcard spot. Their next two opponents are the Jets and the Rams. All right, I'm getting a lot of distortion in my crystal ball here. Nobody thought this team would amount to anything, but Geno's proved everyone wrong. I see him pushing this team with everything he's got into that last last playoff spot with two victories against the Jets and the Rams. Geno Smith, you are a hero in Seattle. That's funny. I think we have the same crystal ball. I because think I think we're sharing the same one. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. I think the Seahawks want it more. I think Gino wants it more. And I think Pete Carroll just wants to rub it in Russell Wilson's face that he can do it without him. Absolutely. So, yeah. The, 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 the cards don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. The Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins. Now, they're seventh in the AFC, second in the AFC East. My crystal ball says... Who are they playing? Who are their next two opponents? I was getting there. Okay, okay. okay. My, My crystal ball says that they play <laughs> the Patriots and the Jets next. <laughs> <laughs> and they win them both. What? And they stay... Um, okay, I get a little distortion. Hold on a second, because something's telling me that they're going to stay seventh. No, the, I was going to say they <laughs> obviously can't catch Buffalo. But yeah, I think they stay seventh. Um, they get that playoff spot. And I mean, depends though if they sit to a, that's where the distortion comes in. Is if they sit to a, they don't say seventh, and they drop out of the playoffs. Well, yeah, my crystal balls actually turn black because that's the cloud that's hanging over the Miami Dolphins. With Tua being out, I don't see them having a chance in hell getting into the playoffs. So, sorry about your luck, Miami fans. All right. Last but not least. It's not really last, but... It's not last, but it's last on my list. Uh, New England Patriots. Third in the AFC East, and they're a game out of the wild card, last wild card spot. That is, their last two opponents are division foes, the Dolphins and the Bills. And I'm getting a reading here. Give it a sec. Ugh, it's big old picture of Bill Belichick. What an ugly man. <laughs> All right, I'm seeing redemption. I'm seeing the Pats redeeming themselves after being the butt end of the. NFL the last two weeks there's going to be an ass whooping and it's coming to the Dolphins and Bill Belichick is going to have the last lap and the Patriots are going to get that final wild card spot and be in the playoffs again okay I, I kind of agree with you but only if Tua doesn't play well he's not playing this week yeah so looking bad for Miami last but not least my favorite team in the NFL the New York Jets. Now, okay, things are a little foggy, a little lightning going on. They're fourth in the AFC East. They're ninth in the AFC. And it looks like things 
are going to drop. They lose to the Seahawks. If Tua plays, even if he doesn't play, I still think he loses to Miami. I think the Jets do not do anything the rest of the year. There's a little crack in my ball, actually, because it's giving me two different pictures here. It's giving me the circus that was known as Zach Wilson, and it's giving me the savior, the white uh, shining knight, Mike White. It's an epic battle. It's a hard-fought two games, final two games of the season, and I think because they allowed that Milf Hunter to play, it causes them to miss out the postseason a little too late for the Jets unfortunately J-E-T-S you suck 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 okay oh wait there's something else in my crystal ball hold on Traylon Burks gets one more rushing attempt (laughs) for against the Jacksonville Jaguars for Gooby to win tic-tac-toe oh my god who the hell cares Okay. All right. He got another rushing attempt uh, last week. So that's four for me. One more, and I wouldn't take that up. Well, we're not really qualified to look at rushing yards for players. We just focus on teams. So that doesn't count, my friend. And Trey Lombard can suck it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I already know I'm going to lose it because I picked a bum out in Atlanta, and I should have just picked the New Orleans Saints player. That's okay. That's okay. Well, all right. That is it for our psychic readings. If you want more, uh, call me up, hit me on uh, my DMs, and I'll give you a psychic reading. But it's only about your team and how they probably suck. Unless they're the Dallas Cowboys. And I also do card readings, but not very good ones. So if you want to hit me up, you can as well. <laughs> Count me now for a bumblecock reading. All right, all right. Let's get into everybody's favorite segment. It's bright and clear now, and the the fog has gone. It's Boomer Bus. Apparently, my favorite thing to do on the toilet. One hundred percent, your favorite thing to do on the toilet. Actually, my favorite thing to do on the toilet is play play video games. You can multitask there. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's a special edition of Boomer Bus as we are not picking players on the wire or mediocre players or players that we just think are going to stink. We're picking players from each championship team. Now, I got one. Melky's got one. And I'm going to go first. And I'm going to go with a quarterback. Wow. Wow. Joe Burrow has been a fantasy stud all year. He was actually my targeted QB in the draft before he was gone. His average fantasy points per game is around 30. He's going up against a decent defense, which is seventh in allowed yards per game, averaging around 317 yards with 17 and a half points per game allowed. That defense is no joke. The thing that worries me, though, is the Bills are fighting for a number one spot in the AFC against the Chiefs. Now, their defense hasn't been great the last two games, letting up about 30 points 
the last two games. I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Joe Burrows this week, and I'm going to label him an average boom. Getting you around 20 to 25 points this week. I think the Bills want this number one seed more than anything, and I think the Bills are going to try to put a stop to Joe Burrow in that offense. Melky, what do you think? Average boom, 20 to 25 points. He's a semi-chub. He's a semi-boom. He's playing against a very difficult Bills defense. They're 14th, respectively, against the pass. So, Burrow, I think Burrow can eat. There's definitely a lot for him to eat. Like Jamar Chase, he's on the case always. And Burrow is one of the hottest quarterbacks going into the uh, going into this week. He's been great most for most of the season. They need to clinch the AFC North. Because yeah. I think they want the home field advantage. I don't think they want to go travel anywhere. It's home cooking. Momentum is key going into the yeah. playoffs. I'm going to go Joe Burrow semi-boom. Yeah, like, like I said, man, 17 and a half points per game. They're not allowing too much. So, and the 317 yards uh, in total, that's all, that's split between rushing and receiving. So, I would say 200, 200 yards for Joe Burrows. Yeah, it, it doesn't look good for him. And like I said, man, that Bills team just wants that number one seed. Yeah, there's huge motivation there. But you know what? Joe Cool always kind of passes the pressure test. He stays calm, collective. The team won a big one last week, so they can do it again. And they're at home. You know, I would say if they're on the road, I'd say it was a huge bust. But he's got a chance. He's got a chance to clinch that division and, you know, show the rest of the AFC that they're not messing around. And last year wasn't a fluke. Yeah. All right. Malky, who is your boom or bust? I'm riding with Adam's team. I think Adam's got it. So I'm taking his wide receiver, Amon Rod St. Brown from the Detroit Lions. And Goobs, he's a big old fat boom. Okay. Last week, not so much, but seven receptions, 76 yards, and a rushing attempt. But I think he's gonna he's got more in store. Like, what do you get when a high octane offense meets a shitty defense? A big score. I expect this game to be pure offense. St. Brown has been one of the highest floor receivers in the league, going over 50 yards in nine straight games. The Lions will look to keep their playoff chances alive, and I expect Amon Rod, Amon Ross St. Brown to be a giant factor. DJ Shark is going to shart his pants and not be a fa- and not be a factor. So go boom on Amon Rod St. Brown. All right. So with that being said, if I say Joe Burrows is a semi-boom, an average boom, I think Adam wins. 100%. We both said earlier, if Burrow doesn't go off, Jen has no has no chance. There we go. All right, so we're going to close this off. It's Toonie Bets. It's Ball Walker's creation. So get your Toonies or your loose change, loose change ready. Here we go. I'm picking, and I can't believe I'm picking this guy because he's a fucking liar. I'm going with the <laughs> Packers over the Vikings. It's a three and a half favor. 
Dude, it's in Green Bay. They're still alive. Rodgers plays well when he's desperate. Vikings luck, I think, is about to run out. Are they the only team that's won a handful of games by the, what, the end of the, the end of the clock or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I think their time is running out. You can't win a Super Bowl that way. You can't be a dominant team that way. Mindy's defense is really bad. It's 31st against the pass. It's 28th against the uh, against the rush. I just have a feeling Cousins won't be doing his little dancey dance after this game. Pick the Packers at home this week. All right. I'll make sure to do that when I do my bets. After looking at our crystal balls, things have changed for me. I'm taking the Seahawks over the Jets. Oh, a little switcheroo. A little switcheroo. I was going to do the Jets over Seahawks, but after our little psychic reading, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to have to go with that reading, and I'm going to go Seahawks over Jets. Oh, snap. I think that Gino wants this playoff more than anything. I think the Seahawks in general just want to be in the playoffs. That defense is pretty good. And... It's like a, it's a wonder story, especially because Russell Wilson was at the bottom of that story. <laughs> I'm glad you switched because I was going to double down on this bet. It was going to be our possibly our last double down. But you've come to your senses. You've trusted. You're trusting your psychic abilities, which you should because they're magic. And yeah, it's a great pick. Unfortunately for the Jets, they actually had a viable quarterback. I would pick them because they, I like their defense a lot more. But I think the Seahawks want this more. The Seahawks wanted more. They needed more. And it's fitting for Pete Carroll with the big I told you so shipping Russ, let's ride to Denver away from that culture and proving everyone that Pete Carroll was the reason. Well, along with the Legion of Boom, but Pete Carroll was the reason that team was relevant. Yeah, Russell is like a little gremlin in that wonder story. (laughs) He looks like one, too. (laughs) All right. All right. Now with the creator of Toonie Bets. Let's hear Ball Walker's Toonie Bet, and uh, we'll go from there. Hey boys, Ball here for another week of Toonie Bets. Uh, just going to give my bet for an episode I'm definitely not going to fucking listen to, because yes, of course, the Cowboys won. I hate saying that, but the Eagles blew it themselves. We'll see about it in the playoffs. My pick for this week, I'm going to take the Commanders versus Browns game, and you know what? Screw the Commanders. I have them losing. They bring Wentz back in. Yeah, their defense is way better, and I have no faith in the Browns and that massage therapist lover, but I see them pulling off the win, and it just looks like another bad stain on Washington's resume that they bring in Wentz after Heineke, uh, even though they lost the last three. But yeah, have them losing. Peace, boys. All right. He sounds a little depressed. Well, that's what happens when the better team wins. Yeah. Shove the ball down his eagle-loving throat. All right, all right. That is it for Toonie Bets. Yeah, this has been a hell of a season. 
Uh, I think we're going to do one more uh, show us your TDs. Yeah, um, we got week 18 coming. Yeah, week, week 18, we'll tell you the championships. And maybe what we're going to look forward to next season or the off season. I got a couple things running through my head. Uh, Drop down some notes. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate everything that um, comes with doing this podcast. If you guys have any questions or, you know, if you want to ask about, you know, a player or whatever, hit us up. I know it's the end of the season, but um, you're going into the, the championship game, hopefully. And you might want some, you know, pointers. So Melky's got Instagram. I got Instagram. DM us. Um, but yeah, I want to thank Melky for doing this with me. I want to thank uh, Not After 30 for letting us do this. Uh, this is what, season three? We're going into season four next year. Things can only go up. So thank you very much. Just like Christmas, this episode is over. So I can't believe it's the second last one. And thank you, Goobs, uh, for being the Harry Dunn to my Lloyd Christmas. Piggyback what you just said. Thank you, uh, NA30, for allowing us to do this. Thank you, um, you know, Ba, Kev, uh, Matt, everyone who's been a part of this, uh, you know, Thank you, uh, Sports For You Podcast, for always influencing me and giving me ideas. Check them out on Townhouse Media. And most importantly, thank you, the fans. If it wasn't for you, we really wouldn't be doing this. Uh, we, we do it for you. We love talking football and fantasy football and bringing this content to you. And we appreciate you allowing us to do it in our twisted, funny way. All right. Well, that is it for this week. Oh, wait, no. Melky. No, it's not it. It's not it. What are what are you doing? What are your plans for a New Year's Eve? Uh, not a whole lot, man. I'm going to stay here, watch some TV, play some video games. I might try to see if I can see the fireworks from my house uh, down in uh, Niagara. Loser. But other than that, nothing new. What what happened to you? You used to be fun. <laughs> old. <laughs> I'm older and I'm still more fun. I'm, I'm just hanging out with um, Adam and Lisa, maybe a couple other people. I'm going to give them some one-on-one pointers for him to actually win this matchup. Okay. And, and yeah, just not much, man. It, New Year's Eve always gets expensive if you want to go do something really fun. So maybe next year, maybe all of us will get together at some point. Uh, but make sure uh, you celebrate New Year's in style. Make sure you stay safe and you don't pull a Henry Ruggs. That's right. I did say it. it's been long enough. Uh, <laughs> be safe and don't be stupid. And yeah, just enjoy it. Enjoy uh, to the last of 2022 because 2023 is going to be something special. I have a feeling. Is that what your crystal ball says? No, I threw that thing in the garbage. It's a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for me, Melky. Any last words? Good luck to everyone who's in the finals. I forgot to even mention that. Good luck to the people that are are in the finals. I'm just bitter, so don't mind me. I'm sure Gooby's a little bitter too. But other than that, make sure you put the best lineup in front of you. And for that, we are going to make like Zach Wilson's jet career an end. <laughs> what a dad joke that was. <laughs> well, I'm as old as a dad, so you know. <laughs> yeah, we are getting there for sure. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Peace. Ha- Happy New Year. Happy New Year.